Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And today I'm going to be talking about a movie. <laughs> I think it's been a while since we've had like an actual where we just talk about a show or an anime movie. And we just talk about what happens in it. It kind of has been a while. We've, um, been, we've been a little more focused on everything around it recently. Actually, I don't think we've done a single one this season. Well, here's the first one. All right. So, so today we're going to be talking about The Journey. Or in Japanese, Journey. A tale of miracles and battles on the ancient Arabian Peninsula. I think my Japanese is getting a lot better because I actually understood that. <laughs> That's the translation of the Japanese. I can read off the Japanese version. Journey Taiko Arabia Hanto de no Kiseki. There you go. Caught none of that. <laughs> I didn't expect you to. Okay, so. As you might guess, it's about... It's, it's about a fight that occurred on the Arabian Peninsula in ancient times. How ancient is ancient times? I'm not sure. Actually, let me check. Approximately 570 CE. Okay. So, not ancient, but, you know, pretty back there. Yeah, pretty pretty back there. So, I will start off by saying I don't know why it's called the journey. I don't know why it's called, don't know why the word journey is there. It's not about a journey. It's about a single battle in a war. And that's it. Maybe the real journey was the corpses we piled up along the way. Okay. So, since it's been a while, I will be describing the plot in as, brief, as brief as I can. Then I'll talk a little bit about what I thought of it, some of the context, and some other fun production details. Okay. So, very... I'm going to compress a lot of details in this. Okay, so we start at the end. We start in Media Res as the Meccan army uh, is being executed by elephants. We have no context for this. And then we... Yes, after this, we get a narration of everything leading up to the battle. And then we flash back 12 hours to the to the Meccan camp as they prepared for the battle. And we meet all of the main characters. Pretty much none of them matter. Uh, there's, a, there's a fat guy, there's a couple skinny guys, uh, there's the main character who keeps being like, I have a dark and disturbing past, but I'm like a good guy now. We meet the commanders, we meet some other guys. We don't actually meet all that many characters. Uh, the, our main character is named Aos. Uh, Aos. Uh, and this is, it's frustrating, his name, because it's, in the subtitles, it's spelled A-W-S. But every time I've gone to look it up, uh, it's spelled A-U-S. I would have assumed it was spelled A-U-S. Yeah, I have no idea why it's spelled A-W-S. They assumed that Americans are idiots. 
Well, they are idiots. Anyways. So, as they're introducing all of the characters, uh, the, so let's see, the major ones are Aos, uh, his commander, Nizar, the commander of all the Mechan forces, which he, he doesn't really matter, so I'm not going to bother remembering what his name was. There was the, the fat guy. He doesn't really matter either. He's just one of the background characters, more or less. Anyway, so once we've met all these characters, we flash back to when Aus first heard about the invasion. And we see that he uh, heard about the invasion. And how the chief of Mecca was like, no, we can't go fight. And everybody's like, no, we gotta fight. Because we gotta protect Mecca. Okay, so once we're done with that flashback, we go back to the camp. And I think there's some more talking. And then Aus flashes back again to after the first flashback. To when he went to tell his parents and his wife that he was going to go defend Mecca. Uh, it's it's classic, like, come back soon, husband. And he's like, don't worry, I won't die. And then he died? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? <laughs> okay, so, that flashback is done. We finished that flashback, and they're, I guess, back at the camp. Still preparing for battle as Abraha and his war elephants are also preparing for battle across the way. Uh, then we go to the civilians who were hiding in the mountains, and the chief of Mecca flashes back. So when he met Ab Abraha, the invading general, to ask for his camels back, and Abraha killed the thieves right in front of him, I I'm not really sure why this scene was there it doesn't <sighs> it really feels like they didn't have to put all these flashbacks in they could have just put it at the front of the story it's really frustrating and it's all it's all narrated <sighs> fucking love voice out <laughs> it's it's a lot of scenes of people kind of like just standing there looking into the middle distance and saying and that made me quite sad. <laughs> and or and this guy was like the coolest dude ever. And I he, he's my friend and whatever. So anyways, we go back to the Meccan camp. And there's the obligatory some some merc is beating up a one of the soldiers cuz the soldier was like, "Yay, we're going to go and like defend freedom or whatever." Defend faith and freedom. And, uh... And the Merc is like, No, I only care about money and food. And then it turns out Aus knows this guy, and his name is Zerara. And, uh... And basically, they used to be bandits together. So we get another flashback of just pure narration of how Aus and Zerara tried to escape, but only Aus was able to actually escape. And so, of course, Zerara's like, oh, I'm hard and mean now because I had to be a bandit to survive and you got to live a normal life. So Alice decides, like, 
So Aus decides, hey, I'm going to share the story of Noah's Ark to convince you to not be a dick anymore. Ah, uh, yes. The story where famously everyone dies. <laughs> so it, in, the ver- in the version that they tell, apparently there's a bunch of people who actually listen to Noah and get on the ship. I mean, technically, yes. I, th- I, I it, it, Now, it has been quite some time since I have done any readings, I, I am not a very practicing uh, Jew, but uh, yeah, it, it is not just like Noah on there. It's like him, his family, his kids, families, presumably all their servants, I don't know. Probably. Anyway, so the, the version that's told in the, in, the, uh, in the movie follows some shepherd named Naram. I've never heard the name before, so it's entirely possible they just made it up, or it's a regional thing. But the uh, the interesting thing is that they actually decide to go and do a completely different animation style while the story is being told. And I actually kind of like it. It's got like painted backgrounds with some uh, with some drawn characters that appear every now and then. So it's it, it looks pretty nice. I, I would watch just that. But in any case, of course, this doesn't convince Zorara to fight for the good guys, so Alice and Zorara have a one-on-one duel. Some It's got some alright fight animation, and they fight to a draw, and it, Zorara does the classic thing where he's like, huh, I see you haven't lost your edge. And then he agrees to fight for real. Yay! So this was all completely pointless, more or less. So in the middle of the night, uh, Abraha's army approaches. They tell the Meccans to stand down and become their slaves. The Meccans say no, and so the uh, so Abraha decides to use his elephants as an intimidation tactic by having them stomp and shout all night long. The Meccan army starts to desert, in particularly this one group of guys who aren't really important and they die later, so they're not important. But very basically, everybody starts to desert and flee as morale breaks. And then uh, Alice and his uh, teammates, including everyone I've mentioned so far pretty much, rallies everyone back to the front and. Yeah, that's that's about it. And so as time moves on, I guess, as they're re uh, remoraling everyone, we flash to the civilians where uh Hind, Alice's wife, is nervous, but she she uh she decides to steal her nerves by recalling calling the story of Moses looting leading the Jews out of Egypt. I have one question. Yes. Is this, like, basically one of those really shitty animated kids' movies to try and teach people Bible stories? You know, you'd think so, but there's too much blood. <laughs> there's way too much blood. Anyway, so that that one is told uh, with, the, with a character named Raheel as the main character. I don't know. She's just, like, a random... Jew in the uh, in the group, 
she recalls that story and actually it's very well animated i i it, of the of the whole thing i actually really really liked the this the art style used in this uh, little aside i just it kind of completely broke the flow of the movie though cuz uh hens think finishes thinking about this and then she's like i'm going to be strong like her heel and i'm kind of like what anyways Anyway, so, so that story is done. So we go to the... So about dawn, Abraha's army stops the intimidation tactics and they send out three of their strongest warriors to fight Aus, Zarara, and Nizar. And Aus, Zarara, and Nizar beat all of them in one-on-one combat. And of course, rather than honoring the... the Whatchamacallit? The Battle by Champions... Abraha launches his attack, and I know it's not, like, a big thing. I know it's, like, standard issue, but the tactics used in it are not great. <laughs> like, everybody just kind of runs out into a field, and then there's just a giant melee. It's it's not the best. But, hey, anyways, uh, there's there's a battle scene, and the good guys just tear through the enemy army and Alice and Zarara take down an elephant. Yay. Let's see, some minor characters, an unnamed or no, he had a name. And also the guy in charge of everybody. They died and a bunch of other minor characters died that weren't important. Anyways, so the uh, the Meccans retreat and then they try to do a counterattack. But, uh, that doesn't work. And, let's see, Alice tries to kill Abraha, Abraha. Okay, so, uh, Abraha has this mask he's wearing. It's a very exaggerated, like, beak shape. Anyway, so, uh, Alice knocks it off, and turns out Abraha doesn't have a nose. I see, rocking the Voldemort style. Yeah, I guess he, like, got it cut off or something? I don't know. It's never explained. Uh, every just every time we've seen Abraha up to this point, he's been like tapping his mask roundabouts the nose area, and it's very strange. <laughs> um. Anyways, so the Meccans are beaten and captured, and Alice slips into unconsciousness as he and he apologizes to his wife, his kid, and his parents. Uh. At which point he decides to recall the story of the Pillars of Iram and the Prophet Hood. I, I, I'll admit I've never heard of this one. Have you heard of the Pillars? No. Okay. I've never heard of this one. You know when you when when, when you when I saw the title of the movie that you'd watch, and on the on the the sheet for what we're gonna be recording today. I saw that it said Journey. I was just like, oh. Well, this should be fun. I I, I am happy to say. Well, no, actually, what's the opposite of motion of happy? Uh, cripplingly depressed to <laughs> say that uh, my expectations have plowed straight through the floor. Yeah. We are at rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that that whole 
sequence breaking or flow breaking uh aside to tell another biblical folktale possibly i don't know i've never heard of this one so anyway so we catch back up at the start of the movie yay but with you know more clarity as we know who everyone is and why they're being executed and they're being executed one by one by being crushed underneath the elephants uh nizar dies he He's Gets never crushed by an elephant. No, actually, he tried to uh, stab uh, Abraha, and he got stabbed in return. Anyway, so uh, as as the big uh, as the big uh, albino elephant is about to crush Aos, all of the elephants back up, and then kneel towards Mecca, and then a bunch of swallows show up and throw rocks down on the elephants and the enemy army, uh, and then they just kind of start. Murdering the enemy army. And then the swallows knock down the big rock at the entrance of the pass that they were defending. And then Abraha tries to kill Aus, but gets crushed by the rocks. And then Aus goes through the rocks and sees the entire army dead, including all the elephants. And everybody goes, hey, a miracle. And the movie ends. Wow. That was shit. I can't tell if that's a docu- if that's some sort of attempt at a documentary, a sermon, or both. Let me see if I can find a picture of uh, Abraha with his full armor on. Okay, no, I can't. I can't. Oh, wait, here. Okay, here's the poster. The guy on the elephant in the middle of the poster is Abraha. I would describe him as looking like a villain out of Fist of the North Star. I mean, I've never seen Fist of the North Star. Well, everybody's really roided up, and they all so dress... So it's a shonen. Well, it's a shonen from the 80s, I believe, actually. I mean, I knew it was old, and isn't that the one where the you're already dead thing comes from? Yes, it is. Okay. Those are Those are the two of the three things I know about Fist of the North Star. The third thing is that there is a reference to it in Fallout New. Oh, nice. So <laughs> you now know all three things that I know about Fist of the North Star. Very nice. So, yeah. So it's very interesting just to see like the difference in armor and such between Abraha's forces, which is very anime, and the Meccans, which is very down-to-earth, like, realistic-ish. My, my thoughts on this is it's, it's, it looks, it looks alright. It's competently made. It does not have a great story structure. Uh, as I mentioned, as I was t- uh, talking about it, the constant flashbacks and the storybook tales completely kill the flow and the pacing. Like, if they had moved all of the flashbacks to just the beginning of the movie and taken out all of the storybook parts, I think it would have been perfectly serviceable, and it also would have been 30 minutes shorter. And I I, I shouldn't give this a pass, because it literally ends with a literal deus ex machina. Some historical context, because this is, in fact, based on Supposedly real events in which the real Abraha, who was a uh, Abyssinian uh, e- slash Ethiopian Christian, apparently, 
tried to invade Mecca and destroy the Kaaba? It rings a bell. It has been a long time since I took okay. a, a religion studies class. Gotcha. Yeah, all I know is that in the movie, he's like, I'm going to destroy the Kaaba. And I think in real life, he was also like, I'm going to destroy the Kaaba. Because it's important to Mecca or whatever. Anyway, so the this, the historical version, uh, his elephants refused to enter the city. I don't think that they bowed towards Mecca. So that is probably uh, apocryphal. I, again, I feel like this whole move is some sort of weird religion. Well, actually, now that you say that, it was, in fact, a joint collaboration between Toei Animation from Japan and Manga Productions from Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. I don't it's, know what I expected. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Saudi-backed anime doing whatever it's doing. So, I, I watched the Japanese dub. Apparently, the English dub isn't great. There's a lot of people that don't like it. When is that ever new? That's fair. Honestly, that's fair. So one thing that's interesting is that it's uh, the main character, Alice, is voiced by Toru Furuya, who is also the voice of Amuro Ray from Gundam. Like, the main character in Gundam. So that's pretty cool. I also recognized it immediately because... uh. <laughs> I, I, I could tell it was him. It was very obvious. He does not have a great range. So let's see here. Production-wise, it was horridly delayed by COVID-19, since it was originally uh, scheduled to premiere in 2020, and then rescheduled to 2021, and then ended up being simulcast in 2022 on Crunchyroll, the same day it showed in theaters. Uh, apparently, it's had a 10 to 15 million USD budget, and it earned about 56,000. <laughs> I take it that's not good. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I take back everything I said about this movie. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. <laughs> and you probably never will. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's currently sitting at 3 stars on Crunchyroll and has a 7.42 with uh, 3,500 scores on my anime list. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't think that's the record for worst, like, selling movie of all time but i think it's definitely up there i mean i'm gonna discount the movie that sold like all of six tickets <laughs> because i really feel like that one that's not a movie that's just abject failure <laughs> yeah and also wasn't really trying to sell tickets but i mean i i will say that it's possible that the uh that that the uh, the pandemic probably impacted it a lot because I actually don't... impacted it a lot probably uh fifty six thousand dollar gross on a like ten million dollar budget uh uh-uh. uh no that is almost criminally incompetent 
I'm being honest. I feel like this should be investigated for money laundering. <laughs> oh. Oof. Uh, there's not much to say about the director, Shizuno Okobun. He has directed a bunch of anime movies, including the, some uh, Detective Conans and a Netflix Godzilla trilogy. The scores are up and down, but generally hovering around a 7. Anything I've heard of? Uh, probably not. If it's, uh, well, did, have you ever heard of Knights of Sidonia? Because I think he did that. I've heard that word before. Cool. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's the journey. That's not actually a journey. I don't know why it's called journey. <laughs> I kind of wish they had all died. Then my comparison to 300 would be accurate. But, yeah. A movie that has just awful pacing, terrible flow, but is very pretty. You know, relatively. It's not the best. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, it looks competently made for like a uh, like a, a seasonal show. This does not look like the quality you'd expect of a feature film. But yeah, The Journey. I'm sure we'll see more from manga productions. That's... Well, like, because they've done one other thing. Well, actually, they're, they didn't do anything. They just funded it. And, uh... To my knowledge, there's one other thing they funded, and it's an anime where a... Arabian grandmother tells her grandkids uh folktale uh Arabian folktales like in the future. I don't really get it and it that that definitely feels more like like what you were talking about of the cute sea show to tell teach kids about bible stories. But yeah, you have any final thoughts on this? No, just this is uh, this has actually been a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions for me. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I mean, at first, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited! I can't wait to hear about this this movie. Maybe it sounds vaguely interesting. I had no idea what it was. Literally, no idea. Uh, then just complete nosedive. Like, oh my god, why does this exist? And now I'm incredibly happy again. <laughs> <laughs> because it Knowing failed for, for for all the yes for all the sins that this movie committed uh it has been punished for them. <laughs> ouch harsh but probably fair it's been a while since i've watched something that's bad he used to do that a whole lot yeah i'm going to do some more of that i'm going to watch i'm going to go and watch more bad anime and talk about it on the podcast <laughs> because you should know about all of these shows that didn't get, were not, like, good for various reasons. Like, this, you can very obviously tell, it's just, it's not great. It's not a good movie in you any sense of the watch, word. You should watch Seraphim again. Please, God, no. By every god, every, everything that I have ever worshipped, fuck no. It It is in my top 10 least favorite anime of all time. 
I remember you told me about it as you watched it. It is it is utter trash. Complete and utter. Oh god. So, uh until next time, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.